I don't want to always hear about sexing and gyrating and my booty hole brown and <laughs> and all that other crazy mess they be talking about. <laughs> you, know, I think I think we got enough of that. If we got enough of uh, I hate you and kill you and let's sell this and shoot them up, they got enough of that. I want to make music that people you know can feel and understand. It's not enough music about things like depression and anxiety and stress and real life, just real life, you know? So I just want people to know that, you know, that's what, that's my music. That's what I'm making. And I'm here. What's up y'all Harkos here with the music making sense podcast. And with me as always is KP, but he, uh, he had to restart his computer real quick, but actually we got a little bit of a special guest here for us today. We're doing our first ever artist spotlight and I got with me R&B singer right here goes by the name Royalty. How you doing today, Royalty? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. How are you? No, I'm doing good. I'm good. Yeah, it's no problem. So um, I've been making the rounds, trying to make connections with indie labels uh, for my personal marketing services and stuff like that that I do. And I actually made contact with the label that you're under and um, your 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 label manager, King Poe. He was like, hey, I want to get some of my artists on your show and stuff. And I'm like, OK, well, we've never done an actual like having any guests on or having any artist spotlight or nothing. I'm like, how about we just start doing a segment, like a bonus segment called artist spotlight. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. So here today we're going to come to you here and we're just going to hang out with royalty. And like I said, KP will be hopping in here in a second. He has some technical difficulties with his computer, but he'll be in. Um, but until then, uh, me and me and royalty, were just talking a little bit and, uh, you were saying you're, you're into comedy as well too. your husband and your brother-in-law, are all into comedy, but you mainly like to focus on the music, but you still mess around with comedy, right? Yeah. 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 And so you said you had like your own YouTube, you were just saying that you had your own YouTube with that as well too. Yeah, I do. I have my own YouTube under Queen Petty. That's my comedy name. Queen, Queen Patty? Petty. Petty. Oh, Petty? Okay. Uh -huh. Queen Petty. And on there, I post some of the uh, skits that we do. I have a few uh, videos where I've done some shows. And I also have a Facebook page where I post some things on there. I also go by Queen Petty on there too. Okay. So, and then, but then royalty is your artist name. So you just have two different names that you're running with one with the, the comedy and one with the, with yeah. the uh, music. Why did you decide to uh, split them two up? Uh, well, at the, in the beginning, it was more so like, I felt I wanted people to take my music serious because uh -huh. you know, I'm a comedian and people just, they wasn't gonna take me serious, I felt. So I felt I wanted to be able to take my music serious. And I also wanted to be able to build my brand as a musician different from a comedian. So you wanted to have the two different entities in order to kind of separate the two different things that you do. That makes sense, yeah, because a lot of times you know, if you think about a comedian who also does music, like how Adam Sandler started out or something like that, you know, or Weird Al or something like that, you kind of conflate the two and they have to actually separate. Like Adam Sandler, he doesn't get up there with a the guitar anymore. You yeah. know, he had to separate that stuff. And so I get what you're saying with that, absolutely. And that's interesting that you decided to just, instead of just having two different versions of yourself, you actually created two different brands with it, which could actually make it 
really good because you're going to be building fan base under those different brands independent from each other. And so then if one's going better than the other, you start having more passion for one, you can just kind of delete the other one and just keep moving forward. You don't have to worry about completely restructuring your yourself at online. That's, that's a really good strategy, honestly. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. So does, so you said your husband and his brother, your brother-in-law do comedy. Do they also do music as well too, or no? No, no, just comedy only. Nah, that's not bad at all. It's not bad at all. So what, what got you into music? Well, I always wanted to be a singer, a musician, but I just didn't really have the confidence to do it. Mm-hmm. So that's where I kind of started doing my own podcast with my husband and my brother-in-law to help me get out of my comfort zone and to help to get me comfortable with people looking at me and asking me questions. And then from mm-hmm. there, I started to do the comedy following them. It was something that I wanted to do anyway, but like I said, I didn't have the confidence to do these things. All right, all right, all right. I just wanted to come in here and let every single one of y'all who love raw, real underground hip hop know about a dope show I found over on YouTube. And they're exclusively on YouTube as well too, all right? It's called Hip Hop Radar Underground. Make sure you go check them out. They got live Friday shows every single Friday showcasing artists from all across the world, underground, raw, real hip hop. And if you're an artist, you can actually go and submit your music there too and get it popping on that show. It's a great place to go and network with everybody as well too. Everybody that watches that show and tunes in live are raw, real hip-hop fans, all right? So it's a great place to find some real lovers of your music. And like I said, if you love listening to dope new music, make sure you go check them out. They also offer artist spotlight interviews as well, too. So if you're an artist, you want a spotlight, go ahead and hit them up over there. Me and KP were just previously on there, and we had a dope interview, sat down with the host himself, Sack Juggalo, and had a great conversation. It was a great opportunity. So I just wanted to cut this message right here for every single one of y'all who love raw real hip-hop or you're an artist make sure you go check out hip-hop radar underground over on youtube you can also follow them over on ig make sure you go check them out all right let's get back to the show Mm -hmm. so as i started to build my confidence up in comedy i was like well time to go out and do what i really want to do right and that's a good transition that you did so you started on screen just kind of getting your face out there kind of you know because it you know it is a interesting experience when you first hop on camera and you know literally like the whole world has the opportunity to see you immediately mm-hmm. and you 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 want to make sure everything is good i know whenever i started my podcast not this one but a previous one i had when i started in 2017 like when i did my first episode i did multiple takes and a lot of cuts and everything like that just because i kept stumbling over my words because i didn't have confidence you know how that was when you first started you know you stumble over your words everything like that but then you transition off of that, you went, okay, let me hop on stage and do something that I would probably say is is more of a threat to your self-confidence to do comedy than it would be to do music because you're trying to make people laugh. And if they don't like it, they will they could boo you, you know? Yeah. And that's way worse than like music because if music, people don't really boo music that much. They might, you know what I'm saying, if it's really horrid, but they'll boo comedy way before they boo music. That's true. That's true. I think 
I didn't think about that part of it because I knew I was funny because I was mm. just, I would make people laugh all the time, just being me. And so I was like, okay, well, I went and I watched my husband and my brother-in-law watch them to see, you know, to fill it out and to see how it was done. And then once I got the feel of it, I was like, okay, let me just go up here. What's the worst they're going to do? I mean, yeah, not, exactly. You know, yeah. So I haven't yeah. been booed per se, but I felt that it's been times I got off stage like, damn, I did a horrible job. I really messed up. I forgot to say this joke. But then when I get off stage, people are telling me like, oh, I really liked your set. That was funny when you said this. So I think that you are your worst critic. Yeah. So it was more you had the more self critique as opposed to getting the crickets. Yeah. 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 No, I know how that is. That's, that's one of the things that a lot of us go through, especially us creative people, because, you know, whether it's with your music or with your you know, comedy or acting or whatever it is, you got to get over your own self critique and you can be your own worst enemy. I've known I've known people in the music scene who are amazing and they'll delete some of their greatest works because they think it's garbage. Yeah. You know, and they and they won't put out stuff, everything like that, just because they're like, oh, that no, that's garbage. And you know, what's really crazy is because you know I mainly deal in the hip hop realm, and there's quite a few people out here who actually are garbage, who put out music all the time, but then the great ones over critique themselves <laughs> and never put out music. And I'm like, oh, this needs to be opposite. Like, how do these people have so much self confidence, but then these other ones don't? And I think that's the I think that's the hyper creativity that mm -hmm. kind of causes that. That's kind of like my, my theory. I'm not a doctor, obviously, but you know, that's kind of my theory with that. I definitely realized that I am a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. Like I would do something over and over and I'm, I'm also, I paint and I draw too, you know, and I, I'm just a creator. So you might, I do furniture. So I might be over there redoing some furniture and it'd be taking me forever because I'd be trying to make everything what I feel is perfect. And then mm -hmm. people don't see what I see. And I just be, I just be so. Uh, so meticulous about it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That makes sense. Did you do that? I know that you said that's a tapestry behind you. Did you do that or did you buy it? I bought that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I say that's it's cool either way. I'm just curious. Cause you said that you also do all paintings and other artwork and stuff like that too. Mm -hmm. So I just posted a little painting that I did on my uh, Facebook page. Okay, uh, is it royalty one or the Miss Petty? Um, royalty one. Royalty. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's not bad to mix with your music as well too. Have you ever um, like thought about creating any content where you're actually videoing yourself painting, and then maybe you cut a clip of it and put your music in the background or something like that, or maybe you're singing while you're painting or something? No, I have never thought about that. That might be something good, you know, because you kind of like blend it all in, you know, because, yeah. um, you know, I've seen people that. They will do some similar stuff um and you know you kind of like you blend a little bit of your hobby that actually goes well with what you do in your in your music and stuff like what you maybe what you sing about or just your overall vibe and that's mm -hmm. something that i've seen people do uh quite a bit you know like like you know i think that would go really really good with with your stuff especially you know you being that that kind of sultry r&b singer and stuff like that you know the the peaceful things like that or you know any kind of your art and stuff i think that might go well like do, are you a big cooker as well too cook yeah mm -hmm. i like to cook i'm a vegan uh cooker so i'm like a 
conscious vegan i like to you know watch what goes what i eat and what goes in my right. body i'm kind of like a jack of all trades right. <laughs> right well i mean like maybe doing some of your cooking with some music as well too either like i, I said you don't have to be singing you could put the music in behind it or whatever too yeah my daughter and i actually was just talking about that she was saying that i should i should do a video when i'm cooking or you know cleaning the kitchen or something and i'm singing and post mm -hmm. it you know, so that's something that I've been working on. I want to go live on my TikTok, but I just realized I didn't have that many followers. So I'm in the best process way to of get followers is to go live, though. That's yeah. what they keep saying. I, I'm not a big live person myself. <laughs> followers. What was that? I'm sorry. They won't let me go live until I get enough followers. Oh, OK. OK. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. I know like there's like on the other platforms, Facebook, t you know, youtube and and uh instagram and stuff like that you can go live i don't i didn't know there's a follower minimum on tiktok I didn't either until, until i went to try it and i'm like mm -hmm. why won't you let me go and my husband's right. like you don't have enough followers because <laughs> he I'm go live to, so right yeah you're just gonna have to start putting out just a little bit more content and racking it up and stuff i know i was telling you about how I've been putting out constant clips of my music and stuff like that in different elements um, every day this month of February. Um, but yeah, like something like that. See, this may sound heavily stereotypical, so feel free to check me. But like, I think with you being a female R&B artist, like you in the kitchen singing your songs while you're cooking, that would resonate so much with your potential fans who could possibly be in the kitchen singing your music while they're cooking and stuff like that, you know? And so you're kind of like implanting that act into their mind. It's like, Hey, listen to me while you're cooking. Listen to me while you're, you know, doing this and stuff like that. Yeah. Yep. That makes that, sense. Yeah. I think that would go really, really good. I've actually heard, I've heard of a couple people doing some similar things, but, but yeah, I think that would go really, really well, especially with you being like super niche with the vegan cooking and stuff like that. Cause that that is something yeah i think that can go really really good especially if you take like do you ever like do you ever take like wild takes on traditional food and turn it into vegan stuff what you mean like just like food and turn it into a vegan yeah that's mm -hmm. what i do all the time yeah yeah you do all the time you ever done anything like like out of the box that like people would be like what you did that vegan yeah yeah, yeah what was that uh lasagna Mm -hmm. macaroni cheese i mean that sounds ordinary but and it wasn't the type of macro you know you can go to the store and buy the vegan uh liquid cheese you can go to the store and buy that but i didn't i bought it from i made it from scratch so you went and like got like a block of the vegan cheese they have it they have vegan block cheese mm -hmm. but i didn't use that i used um cashews and started from scratch and they didn't know that it was vegan, so. Oh, wow. So you yeah. started 100% from scratch. You just grabbed the raw ingredients and went with it. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's hardcore. But you made cashews into mac and cheese and lasagna. Yeah. And nobody could tell the difference? That's. And I had, like, grown men, big grown men eating. Right. It was like, this, this vegan? You sure this vegan? 
That's crazy because cashews have such a distinct taste it for does. you to be able to 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 mask them well with everything. I mean, the tomatoes have a really strong taste. So with the lasagna, but like with the mac and cheese, man, that's that's interesting right there. That's really interesting. You yeah, should definitely put videos of that up because that was stuff that like twists people's brains. Yeah, I will blow your mind with my food. They really be like, girl, you need to get a food truck. <laughs> <laughs> that's an option too. I mean, that's a little bit yeah. of a hassle if you know from what I've seen and stuff, but you can definitely do that. All right, all right, y'all. I just want to hop in here again real quick. Yes, I know again, but you know what? We rock with a lot of people here and a lot of people rock with us here at Music Making Sense Podcast. So I got to tell you about all these great people, all right? And this one right here right now is Mad K Studios, all right? Go check them out, madkstudios.com. Mad K is a dope artist, man. This guy can draw or paint almost anything, okay? He really, really specializes in like portrait arts for memorialization of of your favorite car or a family member or a loved one or something like that. All right. Full commission artwork, no copy and paste shit or nothing like that. All right. Custom designs. If you want it, make sure you go hit up madkstudios.com for your custom art piece. And you can even go check out some of the pieces that he's done for freelance and stuff like that. And you can also get it on a shirt. He's got coffee mugs and mouse pads and all kinds of other decorative pieces of artwork that you can go and check out as well too so if you're a connoisseur of art you're looking for a nice piece of knickknack or something like that around the house or if you want a custom artwork designed for a loved one or something that's cherished in your life that you want memorialized in an actual painting a real painting make sure you go check out madkstudios.com let them know Harcos over at music making sense podcast since you all right, let's get back to the show. Yeah. Um, now that's interesting. And especially with you having the comedy element to yourself with the skits you like to do, and then your husband being a comedy guy, you could come up with some interesting ass skits where you, you know, you're like, okay, I'm going to tell him we're not eating vegan tonight or whatever. And then you like trick him at the end or something like that and have him think that something was not vegan and it actually was or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you can work your magic on that. I'm not a comedian. I just say dumb shit sometimes. But, 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 you know, something like that. What was that? That's how it starts off saying dumb shit. Yeah. No, trust me. I get KP dying laughing sometimes by saying dumb shit. So, so usually I put those at the beginning of the episode and stuff like on the beginning of the last episode, but, uh, no, I'm, I just, I just like to goof off sometimes. Um, but yeah, I've had people say, well, you think you're a comedian? I'm like, I don't know. I'm just funny. <laughs> I just like to say dumb shit just to kind of break it up. You know, like I take like a serious moment and just say something ridiculous right right in the right spot you know sometimes it's dad jokes and sometimes it's it's something hilarious or whatever you know but uh but yeah so so you said you've been doing music for like a couple years now that's when you transitioned from the the podcast you guys had a couple years ago that you've paused for a little while while Mm -hmm. you guys are focusing on you know he's focusing on his your husband's focusing on his comedy you're focusing on your music more but also comedy a little bit too but, and you said then like around two years ago, that's when you really started messing with the music. Yeah. Um, I started looking for somebody to help me to, uh, produce, to get in the studio at the time. I didn't have a space to make music. I just had the idea. Mm-hmm. So I started to search and, um, eventually I ran into Poe and, um, big buff records. Ah, absolutely. And, uh, 
and he hooked me up with um he hooked me up with this guy named Gus. And it didn't work out for me. He was mm-hmm. cool, but it wasn't it wasn't my lane. Mm-hmm. So, you know, then I, I felt that it was best for me to start making my own music, like producing my own. Let mm-hmm. me learn how to make my own. Let me build my own booth. So I built my own space and I didn't know how to, to edit, mix, master, none of that. I just started teaching myself. And next thing you know, I was able to mix, master and clean up my own music and I'm learning, I'm still learning, but I've came, I've came a long way. That's a big process too, especially the mixing and mastering portion of doing the music. Like I record myself on FL studio and stuff, but I send it out for mixing and mastering and I'm not afraid to go hop in a studio and stuff, but I get what you're saying, how mm-hmm. sometimes some of these studios, whether they're a professional lane or they're in somebody's house or whatever, sometimes it can get like a little, it, it, I have a hard time building the vibes in them myself. That that's where I had the problem. Like, like my engineer that I've the only one I've ever been in the studio with. Right. Well, technically I was in one other one, but I just, I, you got to force yourself to get in the mood and that time slot, you know, and, and right here, like this is my studio where I'm at here. Like I do it for my podcast, but then I also, this is like, you know, this is a studio quality condenser mic, you know what I'm saying? And so I, uh, I record my own stuff here, like right when I'm in the mood, like right Right. as I'm writing, I just, I just do it, knock it out. And then I just keep rocking it out until literally my voice hurts, you know, because for whatever I, so this is about you, but, but for whatever reason, like I actually, whenever I get, and I'm I'm making, I'm making my music, I actually take my voice down a little bit and make it more rough, like Mm -hmm. a subconscious thing, because when I first started, I was really self-conscious about my music, about my voice and everything like that. I was really self-conscious about it. But like now my voice automatically pitches down into a little bit more rasp. And so then at the end of everything, my my voice is so sore. Like the next morning, like I got to like, you know, have a little bit of that honey lemon stuff and everything like that, you know? I know. I, I understand exactly where you're coming from. That mm-hmm. was part of my problem. Also, um, uh, Everybody, everywhere I was going was for hip hop and rap. And I mean, I'm cool with that genre, but that's not my genre. Right. And it's an interesting, it's a different scene too. It definitely is. So I was Mm -hmm. like, I need something different. I need my own space. And I was searching high and low. And I felt that I was being pushed to make my own table. So I'm here. And like I said, it's a learning process and I'm still learning, but... Hey, mm-hmm. I'm cool with it. I actually enjoy it more. What well, that's what matters most is that you enjoy it and you can get in that creative vibe when you want, how you want, for as long as you want, honestly, yeah. and just rock it out. And then if you're sitting there working and you just don't feel it, you ain't got to worry about screwing somebody's day up because you got to leave the studio or whatever, you know. And so, yeah, no, I completely understand that. That I built my own little setup here as well too. So that's why I, I actually recommend a lot of artists do that. I do too. You know, now that it, I've had this experience, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not to it's not to take away from the studios and the engineers and stuff like that and what they do because what they do is dope. But like for the creative process and to actually get it out, it's so much better. It's easier because you don't have to worry about trying to get on somebody else's schedule to do it. You just learn how to bare minimum, just record yourself 
mm-hmm. then just send it to that guy that you love. You know, that engineer, like I still send it to that engineer. I don't go to his house and stuff anymore. I just send it to him an email. Cause I'll be working on it at one o'clock in the morning, you know, stuff like that, like crazy times. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I think that's, that's so much better. Cause then the engineer can kind of work at his own pace too. You know, because we're all in the creative sphere and sometimes tapping into that creativity, you can't hit press play on that. You know, like when you go to a live show, you kind of get that button pushed, you know, because the the energy in there. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to recording and the making, yeah, it's definitely a different vibe. But it looks like we got KP up in here. KP, you're everything going good over there, man. Yeah, I'm good. You guys can hear me. Yeah, we can hear you perfectly fine as well, too. It looks like your camera's not nah, on yeah, or anything don't, like yeah, that. It's, I'm just getting yeah, camera, camera's not Okay, right no problem, man. Feel free to chime in anytime. Um, we were just we finally got KP up here for those of y'all, uh, you know, still paying attention and everything like that. But uh, he had a little bit of technical difficulty with his computer. But but uh, but yeah. So so where are you looking? So you're focusing more on your music instead of the comedy as much, but you still want to mess around with the comedy, which is, which is cool. Cause it could be a fun outlet and a fun break from just focusing on the music so much, but like, yeah. where, where do you want to take your music? You know, do you want to be like a touring act or would you just like to just make a catalog of music and touch people all across the planet? However they see fit. I want to do both. I would like yeah. to try both to see, you know, what 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 I like mostly. I definitely want to try touring. I want to have both experience. It seems like mm. touring, you know, it could be a great experience, but after a while, I would assume that one would get tired of touring and eventually you ready to be home, you know. Mm-hmm. So I want to be able to yeah, do I both. Could, yeah, I could see some people doing that. Like Tech Nine, I don't think he gets tired of it. Cause this guy has been touring almost every day of every year for like 20 something years. So some people I think are built for it and some are not, you know, but you going out there and getting that experience and figuring it out for yourself. I mean, it could be a good experience. Like, do you like traveling and stuff like that as well? I do. Yeah. So it it might be good for you. You know, you might love it, but yeah, definitely getting the, do you have like stuff lined up coming up here soon where you're working on getting on some stages here soon? I do. I have a show uh, Friday, this Friday, at the uh, Sacred Water, the Calvary Bar in Olmstead in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And then I have another show with them, the same people, um, a 420 show. There you go. And then I have a show at the end of March, March 31st. And all around the Cleveland area? Mm-hmm. That's dope. Yeah, you guys got a lot of you guys got like a decent scene out there. Uh, in Cleveland, I think it's better. Mm-hmm. But I look t- from my perspective, I don't think that it's very much support here for my lane. I for think the R and B lane. Yeah, because I, I, I honestly, I I have not ran into no R and B singers, male or female. Every show that I've done, I've only I've always been the only R and B artist there Hmm. and i mean i found a couple groups and i found maybe one r&b female singer but she doesn't seem to be that type to want to talk or reach out or anything like that so just me 
hey, sometimes you got to pave your own lane. Trust, trust me, me and KP pave our own lanes in multiple different ways. And it's not always a bad thing, you know, you got to. All right, all right, all right, y'all. I just want to take a quick break right here to tell you about something hot and spicy. And no, I'm not talking about that Latina thing that you saw on Tinder the other day. I'm talking about hot sauce and not just any hot sauce, but Tennessee Hot Sauce Co. All right. I personally know the owner of Tennessee Hot Sauce Company, and I've seen him grow this company from just something that he would sell a few bottles at the local farmer's market to something that can ship all across the United States now, all right? And you guys have a unique opportunity right now to save 20% by using the code MMCPOD when you check out on any order over at Tennessee Hot Sauce Company's website, all right? That's tnhotsauceco.com. Make sure you all go check them out and use the code MMCPOD over at checkout and save 20%. You guys got to check this out, all right? They have all kinds of great, great flavors. My personal favorite is Poblano Jalapeno. It has a mild kick to it because I'm a little bit of a bitch when it comes to spices, but it has great, great flavor. I put on all kinds of stuff. I put it on steaks. I put it on burgers when I'm cooking them. I put it on tacos and enchiladas, stuff like that as well too. But I've tried many of these other flavors like the garlic habanero and the honey habanero, the blood orange ghost, and the pineapple habanero. Now, the pineapple habanero was one that really, really snuck up on me because it had a great sweet flavor of the pineapple, and it wasn't nothing overbearing, but it had a very, very good flavor to it. And then all of a sudden, boom, I got hit in the ass with a habanero, and I had to go grab some milk, all right? But these are some great flavors, and they have all kinds of different options. They have the collection, which has the full lineup of all six of their most popular sauces. They also have different subscription boxes. You have a three-sauce option, a four-sauce option, yearly and bi-yearly options is available as well, too, for the boxes. Then you also have all kinds of other new flavors that they have that I've never tried yet. I actually got to get that shipment in here soon of the barrel-aged whiskey and the mustard dill scorpion those are two that look very very interesting and i want to try them out one thing i did try is one of their new options that they have here which is the poblano jalapeno beef jerky but like i said i love the poblano jalapeno sauce and whenever i tried this jerky no bullshit i ate the whole bag before i can even sit down and shoot this promo right here all right and so luckily i know the owner like i said so i got another bag on the way but y'all gotta go check it out and he also told me they got some more flavors coming out of the jerky as soon as they get operations up and running on that brand new venture right there, all right? So again, make sure y'all go over tnhotsauceco.com, use promo code MMCPOD at checkout and save 20% on your order. And on top of that, orders $50 and over are free shipping in the United States. So again, make sure you go check this out. Small batch, small brand, but powerful flavors tennessee hot sauce company now let's get back to the show you gotta do your thing but you never know you might be the one who puts together some r&b stuff you know you might be the magnet that brings out some more r&b artists male and female to come out and you know have an r&b show or a small tour around you know the cleveland area or you know around like you know the ohio area or something like that maybe you know jump over to like fort wayne and do some stuff or here in indianapolis because i'm here in indiana like an hour away from indianapolis um you know and then you can branch out from there you know because yeah i know what you're saying like hip-hop is really taking over a lot you it know really i hear people saying that a lot man 
but uh, I think you can make your own land. Not, people not, love. Actually, you know what? what? I have to say this, guys. Um, your your audio is is really buzzed and jacked up right now, man. I'm sorry. No, no, like, no. It's got that buzz echo thing on it. Yeah. Sorry about that, man. It was good when you came in. I think he's froze. No, no, he's there. He's just paying attention. Yeah, no, it looked like he was camera froze for a second, but like I saw him move a little bit. So no, he's just he's just getting it taken care of. So Yeah, it's still the same thing. It's like a buzz echo and stuff. It's not hard. It's not very easy to listen to you. It was clear when you came in, though, so. Yeah, go ahead, man. Take care Take care of it, dude. And just pop back in and we'll do a check. Um, but, yeah, I think he, he was getting ready to, to disagree. He has a lot of different opinions on things than what I do. Um, mm -hmm. He was actually a frontman for a metal band for 23 years, multiple metal bands. So he's done a lot of touring and stuff like that. Um, whereas me, I've only done like four shows and I don't really like them. <laughs> and, and that might be that that might be a lot of different things. Like I'm more introverted than he is. He's like a very extroverted person um, when he's around people. He's on on like to another level. And um but yeah, with me, I, I not so much. Going to do an audio test, KP. Test. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, there okay. we go. I was just good. letting her know how you're an extra extrovert and you 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 turn on really really good around people, and I don't. And so, like I was telling her how you have your experience with all your shows and everything like that. You've done your live shows and everything. But mm -hmm. you were saying that you uh you disagree a little bit about hip hop taking over as opposed to R and B or something like that. Yeah. Um, oh. as you start to look, as you're starting to pay, if you're paying attention right now, um, look at what's going on in country. And we were just talking about that. We, we, Garcos and I were just talking about that, uh, on our last oh. podcast, no, yeah. two podcasts it was two podcasts ago. Yeah. And well, yeah, we so, were talking about it then. And then we were talking about it on Sunday when we were on hip hop radar underground, we were talking about it a little bit as well yeah. too, but yeah, go so, ahead. So, so, uh, no, you're good. So if you think about it right now people and and also there's this uh there's an upcoming um there's an upcoming batch of r&b artists that's that's starting to get some they're starting to get some love and so what i would do for you in your case is i would i would start on i would start going online and when you start doing your like for your shows I would start putting out, I would start putting out flyers, but I would create the flyers, but I'll put them on, I would put them online, but also post them out and post them in your, in your, in the area where you're going to be performing. Okay. And then what I would, and then after that, well, while you're doing that, start connecting with R&B artists online. Okay, so like start building like communities and stuff, right? And also when you go out, start building communities. And also like if you got some, uh, like I, I would say get some merch. 
Because if you're serious about what you're doing, I would definitely go out and get merch. And here's why. If you are the lone R&B artist out here right now, then using, utilizing internet and street promo is going to really help you get yourself out there. Also, open mics. All right. And I would definitely say open mics would be really good because that's enough. That's a way to get yourself ready and you're able to get and you're able to communicate with an audience. Right. You're able to have that nice communication, have that nice, intimate engagement with them. And then if you got a couple of T-shirts, maybe, you know, start off with a single like get start off getting some CDs that has a sync that's with with one song on it. Mm-hmm. Right. Have a nice look at, and, and go like go to disc makers and get them done, like get mm-hmm. some quality stuff. Start off. And I'm saying that because to me, in your case, as an R&B artist, elegance is the key. It is. But authenticity also helps with the way you present yourself and also get be able to get an audience. Right. Because that's how you were able to build your community. Because they want that elegance. R&B will always want that sense of elegance. Because you're sank, because you're sanking. Right? That's just like for me in metal. And it's funny you were talking when, when, when I hopped on. When Arcos was telling you about. And you guys, as you, were, you, were, you guys were talking about how certain people are built for. You were saying how certain people are built for. For. Um, touring i was just thinking about that with myself right like i know and i understand that people have always and one thing i was just saying i was thinking about earlier and that you said with tech a lot of times when it comes to putting out going out doing shows when we get a certain age we feel like okay why am i going out here doing shows right but the thing is is you're you're either you're either built for it or you're not, and that is the truth. Like I, I you're and I mean I don't care if it's if you've never done a show in your life and you probably wait until you're about thirty five or forty. Guess what? If you've thought about it all that time, if it's been in your soul all that time from from teenage from from high school or junior high school or maybe elementary school and you're still thinking about it it's still just eating you inside guess what that means you are truly built for it Mm -hmm. and you are going to get out there and kill it and the reason i'm saying that be and i'm going to guarantee you one thing i guarantee you when you do your first show and you got people there somebody's going to ask you for so if you got any music or got some stuff for them to, 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 to connect with you on. That's why mm-hmm. I say have merch and have quality merch that they mm-hmm. are going to be able to rock every day. Like if you got a nice looking t-shirt and to think about this, most R&B artists don't try to really put their merch out there like that. But if you look at metal bands and rock bands, they do. Because people still buy merch. I don't care what anyone says. When they connect with you, they want something from you. 
That's why mm-hmm. Mary J. Block and Sean, shout out to, uh, to um, Brandman and, and Corey. But it was one of the first, I think it was one of the first episodes they had. It was the first one, I think, that they were doing a No Labels Necessary um, podcast style. And Sean brought up about Mary J. Blige, because Mary J. Blige having new uh, boots, high, them knee high boots she got on. Auntie need to be rocking those damn boots, right? Like, and that's what he was saying. And it was like, and when I, and as I watched it and thought about it, I was like, man, he is so right, right? Because people, because fans, her fans are willing to spend money on those boots because they want to get that feel of Mary J. Blige. It's that class. It's that elegance. It's that sense of style. It's that signature. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's where you, as an R&B artist, you just taking those pieces, right, that she does and say, okay, what are my, what's my signature? What's my style? How do I, what's my brand? How do I want to represent it? How do I want people to see me? Right? That's where you want to go. For me, let's give you a great example. I don't like looking like this when I'm on stage. Like how I look right now with this, with this polo and stuff. I hate looking like that on fucking stage. Let me tell you, darling, I do. Okay, I want to look like Screaming Jay Hawkins, Marilyn Manson, and fucking Slip and 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 Corey Taylor from Slipknot, but sound like Lamb of God with motherfucking scream with with a with a lick of fucking Luther Vandross, honey. That's how I like to fucking bring this shit. Okay, I'm weird, I'm eclectic, I'm wild. When I am on stage, I am a totally different person. All right, y'all. Let me take a quick break right here to tell you about something that's completely fucking ridiculous. Okay. It's called HorribleDesigns.com. And I personally know the owner, and he's just as ridiculous as this whole fucking company is, okay? If you or someone you know loves stickers and mugs and shirts with crazy outlandish sayings on them that just are designed to catch people's attention out in public and get them to laugh and point and ask you, hey, where'd you get that t-shirt or where'd you get that sticker when they see it on your car and stuff like that y'all gotta go check out horribledesigns.com at horribledesigns.com they have all kinds of ridiculous sayings on stickers and coffee mugs t-shirts vinyl stickers magnets and even mouse pads okay and i'm telling you if you guys have not checked out horribledesigns.com you gotta go check it out because some things are straight up great like the american muscle mouse pad it's got some awesome pictures of great muscle cars if you're into cars or you know somebody who's into muscle cars and they need some great mouse pad to have while they're on the computer working but then they also have dumbass fucking t-shirts that say things like are you staring at my ass with a picture of a donkey on it or stickers that say are you staring at my beaver with a picture of a beaver on it stuff like that man completely ridiculous shirts and stickers coffee mugs everything like that anything that you can ever think about having just to get people's attention make a statement out in public and just completely be ridiculous and to do it with some horrible designs at the exact same time and like i said i know the owner so he hooked us up with a great deal where you can save right now by using the link below in the description whenever you go there and shop you will not only support music making sense podcast but you also get a great deal on any and everything that you decide to purchase every time that you use that link right there in the description below so make sure 
sure you go check that out right now horribledesigns.com use the link below in order to get good savings go check it out buy some ridiculous shit for yourself or someone you know all right now let's get back to the show totally different person and i want to display that i love wearing i love wearing makeup i love wearing crazy suits i'm i'm a big fan of wwe Right, because I love that. I love that pageantry. I've watched it since since I was. I still remember the first match I watched. Right, it was. <laughs> so that tells you, right, and being able to express that in the music, and on stage, that's the place I can do it. That is the yeah, you one talk place. About sell, and you want to talk about selling merch? WWE. Whew. Yeah, they sell exactly. some merch because people they, love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's why before when you were having your issues, we were talking about you know she really likes cooking and stuff like that. So I was focusing on like the the video elements and stuff like that. But he's a hundred percent on point. Like especially if you're the lone R and B artist, like he was saying the elegance and stuff like that. I never even thought about that. That's why me and him team up because he thinks of things I can never even think of. But the elegance of it, I think that's gonna be where you really shine. And then mm-hmm. you know, bring some more R&B artists on, and then y'all y'all build a conglomerate or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, 100%. tap into musicians. Tap into R&B musicians, like funky mm-hmm. ass, ba- soul licking, make you drop your panties, ass bass players. Right? <laughs> I'm not kidding, hun. Definitely go for those type of guys. Go for that drummer who can be silky smooth with those sexy ass feels, but at the same time can give you some brushes. Can be can be diverse with that sound. Like he can go from a from a uh, um from a Jasmine Sullivan to uh to a um to 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 Michelle Michelle de Gay de de Gay de Gay Ocello, right? Who can go that far? Who can go from a Mary J? Right? I mean, just those type of who could do flowetry, right? Somebody who's got that sauce, right? A guitar player who can lay down them licks. You know what I'm saying? If you like horns, definitely get those guys, get horns players, get those. Hell, if you want to add a DJ, you know what I'm saying? Start just getting those type of musicians who are in the R&B, start connecting with them as well, connecting with producers, connecting with, you know what I'm saying, engineers, all those type of people. Because the one thing that they're going to want is they're going to want those vocals. And if you can record... If you can do something like, and I tell artists, I tell, and I encourage vocalists to do this, right? Put on, record yourself with a metronome in your ears. Okay. Put the metronome in your, put like a, get yourself a set of in-ear monitors and put the metronome in your ears and then start singing and record yourself. Also, if you're not an instrumentalist, buy beats from beat stars and get the full license. I, I I had to do I had to do it for metal for for a couple metal tracks because I'm not as sufficient of an instrument. And Lord knows I gave it all I had, <laughs> right? But hey, the one thing I do have is my voice. So that's what I focus on, my voice and my songwriting. I had to, I had to humble myself about that. Yeah. And if you can do, and you know what I'm saying? And it's, 
it's easy for it's easy to do because then your one thing is that you want to focus on is those those four things I said your your signature your style your brand and who you are yeah those I think that's gonna go good especially the live music element of it that's gonna mm-hmm. bring the whole atmosphere in there for you too yeah so do you mainly just like do you mainly just have like a backing track and you kind of go off that or have you ever had any live music with it as well too? No, I, I would like to get a live band and perform behind a live band. I just haven't had the opportunity to mm-hmm. do so yet. Right now, I just usually make my beats off of uh, whatever dial I'm using. I do have a keyboard and a beat maker that I just started, you know, trying to figure out how to use. So I got instruments. I got a guitar that I bought myself. I'm teaching myself how to play the guitar. So yeah, I got resourceful. It. Damn. Like you <laughs> taught yourself how to mix and master and record yourself. And now you're making your own beats and then teaching yourself guitar. That's, that's dope. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, man, that's I- good, yes, those are good skills to have. Definitely. Like, and the thing I just want to say is that even if you're not, if you're not going to become the most efficient guitars, don't worry about that. At least, at least be able to, put down your ideas mm-hmm. right and right. that's why i said using that metronome is definitely going to help you don't need to be a virtual guitar you don't need to be a guitar virtuoso right you don't just be able to just just be able to record your ideas mm-hmm. but long as you can long as you got that voice and you got that timing down with the recording you can find a band easily to be like oh shit i got you bro hell yeah let me get that you know, like straight up, because musicians are just freaking brilliant like that. I mean, especially a lot of instrumentalists out here, they'll get it just like that, especially R&B, because they rely on the ear. They rely on the voice. It's vocal bass, vocal bass music. Yep. Right. So and I know that because I grew up in Detroit, Michigan, baby. I grew up on soul music. I am an extreme metal fucking dude, but I I grew up on soul music. So hell yeah, I I totally get it. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty much the diet in in Detroit, though, right? You gotta have that. You gotta have that soul music as your breakfast. Yep. <laughs> yes, sir. There you go. Yeah. So knowing that you're from Cleveland, I was like, okay, yeah, she gets it, because that's where Anita Baker comes from. Well, I'm from Canton. Right? I'm from Canton, but I'm always in Cleveland. My husband, is, my husband is from Cleveland, so I'm always in Cleveland. Oh, okay. Oh, you over in K? Oh, Ken used to have some good football. They still got some good ass football, do they? Yeah, we have guess high football Hall of Fame. They yeah. over there oh, yeah. building that up and adding on to that. So, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's football. That's yeah, that's some good. That's some good for high school football over there. <laughs> Boys are raw. Shit. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a Midwest thing, though. You know, it's like either football or basketball. Basketball, is big, yeah. you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, definitely that that would be that would be good for you. I think that that would be how you can help build your own lane. Because what you were saying, how you, you know, you're trying to like fit in like square peg round hole type of situation in a lot of these these shows yeah. and these situations that you got, right? Yep. Yeah. Why do you why do you think? Because I remember you said a second ago that. You've tried reaching out to a couple R and B artists, and then it's really standoffish. Why do you think that is? Um, 
I think maybe sometimes that they don't want nobody else to take the shine from them. So it's more of an ego type thing. The scarcity, scarcity mindset. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I'm the type of person I'm like, well, what you know, teach me. I teach you what I know. Let's come together. Let's make mm-hmm. some music together. That's the type of person yeah. I am, you know, but it's no different though. Even when I was doing com- comedy, the comedians, the females, the men would be like, Hey, what's up? What's up, Queen Petty? But the females were like, mm, hi. You know? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, I could get that. I had a th- I had a feeling that's what you were gonna say, but I figured I'd get it straight from you because you're in the zone. You're you're in that you're in that realm, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, no, I've I've seen that we see that all over the place. I mean, that's just that's just one of the things when it comes to trying to make your own lane. A lot of people think, well, I can't I can't put somebody on. I can't team up yeah. with someone better than me. They might steal my shine. And it's like, it's like, yeah, okay, we get it. A lot of us in the entertainment business, we got in to get the attention on us. You know what I'm saying? For whatever reason, you know? And, and so, you know, when other people are stealing our attention, we're like, oh, that, that is the attention I could have had, you know, stuff like yeah. that. So yeah, that's, that's one of the downsides. That's what sucks. But, you know, sometimes, you know, what I like to do whenever I collab on music with people is I tell people, I'm like, murder me on this track. Like, like here, I'll, I'll go first. And then you come in and just decimate, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want you to decimate me. Like, you know, it's not no sadomasochist stuff. It's just like, look, we're teaming up. I want the best of you. I'm going to give the best I got. And then I want you to come right after I shine. Even if it's my track, go for it. You know, then I shine. If I shine, you shine exactly yeah you know and and the thing is too is that like i put out my best whenever i get behind the mic so like if people are like yo yeah you did good but so and so fucking killed it like okay dope man do you like the whole song yeah well keep playing it you know what i'm saying (laughs) you know what i'm saying because that's what it's about It's, it's the music and there's a lot of people out there that you know like i said they got that scarcity mindset they think that it's like feast or famine. It's like, nah, like we can, no, we can do this work together. Like, yeah, there's a lot of snakes out there. You got to watch who you work with, but like, get all that out of your mind for a second. Let's think, okay, you know, okay, we're going to put this show together. Let's just randomize the lineup. Every time we go up together, you know, everybody has a different order every time or something like that, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, you know, like, like with me, anytime I go to a live show, I'm like, yeah, I'll open. I have no problem opening when there's four people there because nobody showed up yet fuck it i don't give a shit you know (laughs) like yeah you guys you guys go ahead and you guys go up later or whatever i have no problem but you know like you said you know it's kind of a rare thing and what you're saying like you're a rare breed you're like hey i'll tell you what i know you tell me what you know that's rare and yeah especially it was female comedians and stuff like that yeah that's definitely especially if i I feel like somebody is better than me at being a comedian or music i definitely want to sit back and take notes so i can get better like ain't that how you supposed to learn when yeah. find somebody that's better than you at what you're doing and take notes from them Duh. Yeah, a, a mentorship or an apprenticeship absolutely yeah. yeah that's what absolutely what you're supposed to do but you know you know how it is out there though but you know yeah. i have i have faith that you'll be able to find it You'd be able to find it, even if, you know, you got, you know, you travel a little bit more or something like that. I think you could be able to do it because, you know, there, like KP was saying, you know, 
there are there is a crowd that loves R&B and they like that elegance of it and they want to be the inter- entertained, you know. So yeah, I'm sure you could I'm sure you could find it and put it together, especially with your label that you got. I mean, they got the resources and stuff like that to yeah, in, in ingenuity yeah. where they can get some connections going and get you up and rolling absolutely. Yeah. They they are very resourceful. Big Buff Records, they are very resourceful. How long you been with them? Uh, I want to say a little over a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, and you just like you said, you randomly found King Poe just like on the internet or like in person. Well, I, I went on Facebook and I literally typed in um, any R and B producer engineers out there, and then somebody tagged me and gave me uh, different people to look at to go, you know, to talk to. So Poe was, I think Poe might have been like the second person. Mm-hmm. And I told him what I was looking for, and it just so happened we already knew each other, you know. So he was like, "Okay, well, I'll meet up with you this day, and we'll talk." Came to my house, I gave him a little audition. He was like, "All right, say less," and we've been working ever since. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, that's one of the first things that he told me. He was like, "Hey, man, you 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 should have one of my artists on on the." on the podcast i was like okay well what's her story he's like she's dope i'm like i get that like is there any more of a story to it than she's dope i, I appreciate that that's the first thing he, that's for a dead ass i can show you the message that's what he said he said she is I'm like okay well is there like something extraordinary about her besides she's dope he's like no you gotta check it out i'm like okay okay i get what you're trying to say <laughs> that's that's literally how he described you to me <laughs> i just looked Maybe up here on inst i just looked here on instagram and just found the um 2024 Ohio R&B Music Festival, and it says it's performance applications open now. Apply at www.soldopeentertainment.com. Deadline May first. May first deadline. When does it say when the show is supposed to be, or where? Just says uh, uh oh um it says the show will be um. And it happens on uh, October 5th and 6th in Columbus, Ohio. Oh, that's not bad. That gives plenty of time to get everything taken care I mean, of. That's not too far either. You yep. said there it's you so go. dope entertainment? Yes, ma'am. Soul Dope. That's S-O-U-L-D-O-P-E. Entertainment. And fully spelled entertainment. Okay, good. Good deal. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Absolutely. That's what we love to do. Yeah, absolutely. That's, yeah, that's what we do. We try to help people and everything like that. Absolutely. There you go. That'll give you some opportunity right there and get you branching out and everything like that. Get you rocking and rolling. Absolutely. Excited. Yay. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So, um, yeah, did you have did you have anything else that you wanted to to say out there? Like go ahead and just, you know, take the stage, you know, speak your mind, tell everybody Anything that you haven't said already about who you are, what you stand for, anything like that, whatever you want to say, what's up? Um, <clears throat> well, I just want to people people to hear me and know that I am making music that people can feel. That soul music. I don't want to. I don't want to always hear about sexing and gyrating and my booty hole brown and. <laughs> <laughs> and all that other crazy mess they be talking about. <laughs> right, right. You know, I, th- I think we got enough of that. We got enough of 
I hate you and kill you and let's sell this and shoot them up. They got enough for that. I want to make music that people, you know, can feel and understand. It's not enough music about things like depression and anxiety and stress and real life, just real life, you know. So I just want people to know that, you know, that's what that's my music. That's what I'm making. And I'm that's here. What's that's what's up. That's absolutely, that's all love right there. Hell yeah. And follow me and listen to my music. Absolutely, absolutely. Where can we follow follow, Yeah, where can we follow? Yeah, drop the links and everything. Okay, I I am Royalty Lisa Williams on Facebook and the Melanin Queen on TikTok and the real Hold on, let me get my Instagram. It's all good. And we'll put we'll put it on the screen and in the description too. You can send it to me afterwards. But go ahead and find it. It's cool. Okay. And um all my music is on all streaming platforms. So TikTok, I'm sorry, uh Spotify, Tidal, all that. iHeart, Pandora, all that. Um, that's R O Y A L T Y, correct? Mm-hmm. There we go, there we go. And one thing I just want to encourage you to do that will help you out as well is for your, do you have a website? No. Okay. Now, before you get yourself a website, I want to encourage you to do this as well. All of your social media media handles should all have one name, one type, one title. Like if it's uh, what, so what, what is your, what's your model? Royalty. Okay, royalty. royalty. Okay, so it should say royalty, and if you want to have melanated queen or whatever, right behind it. But make sure that all of them say that one that w- have you have one um, brand solidarity. Word? Yeah. So that way yeah, people so, know it's consistent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like for me. Yeah. It's so it's either royalty or royalty music or royalty blah whatever like right. everywhere so like what i recommend people is when you're creating your stuff or when you're going to change everything have a tab open for each social media platform including youtube and then go and search all the the, the ads and the handles and stuff like that and find ones that you can find on all of them to keep them as same as possible because then that way you can just be like royalty music everywhere just go type it in at royalty music you know that rolls mm-hmm. off really really well as well too yeah. but um but yeah, I know I was talking with Poe and stuff like that. You can get you get you straight. No problem about that. But absolutely. Well, I appreciate you coming in here and hopping on the very first artist spotlight and kicking it with us, spreading your love of spreading the love with your music as well as joy with your comedy and everything like that and your art and everything like that that you're involved with. And um absolutely anytime you want to come back just hit me up we'll get you back up on here and everything like that when you got some new stuff you want to pop out or anything that you want to talk about any topics you know anything that's going on in the r&b world that you think the world needs to know about anything like that feel free to hop up in here and stuff because um you know given that diversity of of news and opinion and thought and everything like that is definitely what we need out here right 
All right. I appreciate you guys having me. Thanks. Yeah, no problem at all. But no problem at all. All right. So every single one of y'all appreciate you turning in here for this first ever artist spotlight. It's your boy Harcos with KP as always. And here with Royalty. Make sure you go follow her. All the stuff will be in the description and up on the screen as well, too. And we will see you on the next episode. Next piece of bonus content. You know how to find us everywhere on there. See y'all later. Oh, yeah. Yeah.